0: And now, enjoy today's podcast.
1: Hi, this is Andrew from Fearing and you listen to The Daily Witness Podcast. And in today's episode, I want to talk about the finished work of Jesus Christ in the area of finances. This is a great message. You do not want to miss it because the Lord has been giving me more and more insight into this. So I'm going to get into a word of prayer and then I want to share with you what the Lord has been sharing with me, Father Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. Dad, a while ago, Lord, I asked you to reveal to me more and more of what Jesus has done for us on that cross. And Lord, you've been faithful to that. And I thank you so much. Lord, I thank you for everything that you have been revealing to me. Lord, I thank you for everything Jesus has done for me. Lord, he's so precious to us. He really is, Lord. And Lord, I think that we're only beginning to to find out now everything that Jesus has done for us. And Lord, I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Okay, so in the area of finances, you know, this in the body of Christ, it's a very touchy subject. And uh, the only thing about religion, everything pertaining to God, the God that we believe in, the God that we know exists, unfortunately, there's a lot of division you know, there's a lot of different religions, you know, a lot of different beliefs, a lot of different doctrines, and uh, a lot of different churches fighting against other churches, and a lot of different congregation members fighting against the pastor or fighting against each other. And uh, here's the sad truth, you know, we do not need this mess in the body of Christ. You know, there's other religions, other people from I'm talking about completely different beliefs that are looking at us, looking at the Christian and thinking we are in one big mess. And I'm honest with you, on the whole, we should be representing. On the whole, we should be the salt of the earth. On the whole, we should be the light. Okay, we should be bringing the light. We should be walking in the love of God. And uh, according to the book of First John, you know, this is how the world knows that we are the children of god because we're walking in love this is how the world should be able to identify us because of the love that we're walking in and yes, the sad truth we don't have to have this division in the body of christ all we need to do all we need to do is study out the word and from that everyone will be in agreement with each other but this is what's happening in the body of Christ on the whole you know there's a large portion that gets upset about the prosperity message and listen from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation there's prosperity in this book there's prosperity in this book there are people that walked close with the Lord and God has changed their lives around including their financial situation you can read it yourself you got i don't know what bible you got but you got a bible other people have more than one bible other people have many different versions i believe the last time i counted i got something like 11 different bibles i actually had more You know I got the King James and the New King James and I got the amplified Bible and I got the NIV and I got the the New Living Translation and I had the Jane Darby and I've got the the Dakes annotated reference edition I don't know how many Bibles you have but you can go to your book to your Bible and you can do a study on this and if you do this with an open heart the Lord will keep adding to you because, you know, Jesus said himself, he said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And he spoke about that person again. And he said, those that have more will be given. But you know, there's people out there that close themselves off to the prosperity message. You know, and they have this attitude that Christians supposed to be broke and humble, being humble, and being broke is two different things. So we're going to go through some scriptures. And uh, I've got I've got some awesome stuff to share with you. Praise God. And uh, this is going to bless your socks off if you let it. This is going to change your life if you let it. You know, I'm asking you to listen to this message with an open heart, with a hearing ear. And I'm going to be giving you scripture. And I want you to open your Bible and read those scriptures with me. See it for yourself. I want you to make notes about this. Okay? Because can I tell you something? Our Heavenly Father, He is the ultimate giver. He gave everything. He gave everything. He gave Jesus. And with Jesus, man, He gave everything. And no one can give on God's level. But I want you to see this. Uh, The Bible says that God is love. Okay? And what does love do? Love gives. That's what love does. Hate, on the other hand, takes. Hate does not give. Hate just once. All the time. So, listen, there's nothing wrong with receiving but you know you get people that go through life and they just want from everybody else and they don't want to give anything. But you know what God he is love and he gave it all. So listen to this this is Romans chapter 8 verse 32. I want you to just quote it but I believe I was led by the Spirit of God to actually find it and read it to you. So you if you're making notes and I really suggest that you do I want you to grow in this. I want you to prosper. You know, God wanted us to prosper. That's why he gave us Jesus, okay? So uh, this is Romans chapter 8, verse 32, and I'm reading from the King James, and it says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he, not with him, also freely give us all things? Let me go to the New Living Translation. It says, Since he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Isn't that awesome? God gave us Jesus. Jesus is the greatest gift that the whole of mankind will ever receive. What is everything else comparing to the Son of God? Let's be honest. What is What is healing? since he gave us Jesus, healing is nothing. What is prosperity? Prosperity is nothing. What is wholeness? Wholeness is nothing. What is divine protection? What is wisdom? What is the divine partner? It is nothing. Why? Because God gave us everything in Christ Jesus. He was quick to sacrifice his own son for you and I. So you better believe he'll give you everything else like Jesus is the pinnacle. What is a bit of prosperity? And I'm honest with you, a lot of people don't understand that prosperity, it's not just that you can look good driving in maybe a pimped out SUV with uh, 19 or 20 inch rims and uh you're looking all cool and uh, you got this prideful face and these big shades and you know you're taking a lot of selfies that's not what prosperity is all about now you know according to the world you know when these worldly rappers all they can rap about like the only thing they can rap about is them having a bit of money like that's it and you know what there's more to life than that because in the kingdom, that money is actually a tool. We're not supposed to, listen, we're not supposed to be worshiping the money. We're not supposed to be making songs about the money. We're not supposed to be taking photos with the money. We're not supposed to be talking about the, the money all day long. The world does that. The world worships money. The world will kill for money. But in the kingdom, money is just a tool money is there to get the gospel out there so more and more people can hear about Jesus that more and more people can get born again because there's people out there that believe that it doesn't cost anything to preach the gospel oh really okay well have you ever tried going to a printing shop and having them print a bible and you telling them sorry hey this is this is for the gospel printed for free they're going to say no They're going to say, listen, we have overheads. We have people to pay. There's paper to buy. There's ink to buy. You know, there's labor involved. Bibles don't get printed for free. There was this company uh, back in the day. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to come around every year or every two years and just give free Bibles to all the school kids. And uh, I don't know how many Bibles I got through them. But at the end of the day, someone had to pay for those Bibles to be printed someone had to pay for the gasoline to bring those Bibles to those schools it does not it's not free to preach the gospel around the world you know flying around the world to preach the gospel you've got to pay for airfare you've got to have hotel fees etc etc to run a whole ministry it takes money to keep the preachers anointed They need to get a salary from the ministry so they can protect that anointing, so they can spend every day with Jesus and get revelation from the Father, so they can put out anointed content that everyone else can receive it and run with it. But if the pastor has a full-time job, you know the anointing is not going to be on the same level. I was working in the world a few years ago, and uh, I struggled to stay in the Spirit. I struggled. Everyone used to get to my flesh. They were wicked people, man. They were wicked customers. There were staff members that didn't want to do their job. And because of that, it used to make everyone else's uh, jobs even harder. There were evenings where I would come home like 10 o'clock in the evening. It was very hard to stay in the word, it was very hard to stay anointed. You can't have one foot in the world. And the other foot in ministry. it just doesn't work like that. so to protect that anointing, ministers need to be in ministry full time. That's just how it is. Let's get into some scripture here. Yeah? so I want to read 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. Uh, this is from the King James Version and uh, this scripture right here is actually our foundation scripture. It says, "For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ." that though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor that he through his poverty might be rich i'm going to read that again for you know the grace of our lord jesus christ that though he jesus was rich yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty might be rich listen it is in the bible that jesus was rich if the bible says Jesus was rich, then Jesus was rich. I'm not going to listen to people making up their own stuff and saying that Jesus was poor. Jesus was not poor. This verse of scripture, this is in 2nd Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. This is after Jesus was raised from the dead. This is after Jesus went home to be with the father. But if you just read Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, if you just read the four gospels, you can see Jesus was not poor. Can a poor man Feed 5,000 men alone. This is besides women and children. No. Poor people cannot even feed themselves. Are poor people sought after by influential people? No. Rich and influential people don't care about poor people. There were influential people that were seeking Jesus, inviting him to have dinner in their homes. You know, the Bible says the rich has many friends. That's what the Bible says. Jesus drew crowds. I've never, ever, ever seen poor people draw crowds. I've never seen it. You know, just reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can see for yourself, Jesus was not a poor man. You know, the Roman soldiers, they gambled for his clothing. Have you ever seen anyone gamble for a poor man's clothing? No do you know there's a scripture in the new testament that says that jesus had his own house but people are quick to quote where jesus said the son of man doesn't have a place to lay his head that's because he was always traveling he never stayed in one spot for too long when he was born the wise men gave him gifts one of those gifts was gold jesus was not a poor man and besides all that that i just quoted i'm going to prove to you that jesus was rich so jesus was operating under the law as you know jesus said he didn't come to destroy the law he came to fulfill the law and uh, according to the law if you do what god told you to do god promises you the blessing so jesus operated under the law and he fulfilled the law How? Could Jesus be cursed if Jesus was blessed? How can Jesus be cursed if Jesus fulfilled the law? If Jesus did what the Father told him to do, which he did, guess what? He's blessed according to the law. You know Jesus was blessed. When he came into town, he rode on a colt that was never, ever, ever used. Jesus was very blessed. The Bible says Jesus was rich. like, Like I know Jesus was rich. You just have to read the Bible. That's all you have to do. And the Bible says, for our sake, he became poor, that we, through his poverty, might be rich. Now, I want to skip over to Galatians chapter 3, and I want to be reading verse 13, 14, and verse 29. And it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Let's just hang there for a second. Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law, the whole curse. The curse, the whole curse, and nothing but the curse. He redeemed us from the curse. Being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Now, he did that for us. He didn't hang on the cross for himself. All that was for us. Jesus is God's sacrifice for us. Now listen to this, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And if he be Christ, this is verse 29, and if he be Christ, then are he Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Do you see how Jesus redeemed us from the curse? Do you see how Jesus connected us to the blessing of Abraham? Do you see that because of Jesus, we receive the Spirit of God? There's no curse in the holy spirit i keep saying this because just confuses me i don't know how people can miss the bible you know everyone wants to preach but not everyone is sitting down and actually studying out their word we are blessed right now and according to the bible we're rich the blessing of abraham is on us and you can see what the blessing does proverbs 10 22 listen Throughout the Bible, there's the blessing, and then there's the curse. And under the blessing, there's many blessings. And under the curse, there's many curses. But Jesus redeemed us from the entire curse. And Jesus connected us to the entire blessing. Now, this is what the blessing does. Uh, Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. There's a reason that we are rich. Number one, God is a good father. And you just need to read your word to find that out. God is a good father. Any good father will look after their children. The Bible says God is love. That's where the good fathers of the earth got that from. Got that from our heavenly father. So that is what the blessing does. The blessing makes rich. I'm reading scripture here. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, 14, and verse 29, uh, Proverbs 10, 22. These are scriptures talking about the blessing, talking about that we have been made rich, that we are blessed because what Jesus has done for us. Now, someone might say, okay, I hear what you're saying. I really hear what you're saying, but where is it? It's very simple. If you don't have that revelation living on the inside of you, You're not going to be able to trust God for it. God needs our faith. It's not according to what God can do, because he has already done everything. It's according to our faith. Jesus made that abundantly clear in the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It is according to our faith. So God sent Jesus already. Jesus already redeemed us from the curse. Jesus already connected us to the blessing. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, we are already blessed. We are already rich. However, God needs faith. He needs faith to manifest that stuff in our lives. Now, I need to say this because there might be people that believe this. You're not going to go to sleep and wake up a multi-billionaire tomorrow morning. It doesn't work like that. The Lord grows a person up. In finances. Now, to get to the first stage, you're going to prosper in stages if you trust God, if you release your faith in him, if you follow his direction. He is going to prosper you in stages. Now, to get to the first stage, you need to have faith. To get to the next stage, you need to release your faith in him. To get to stage three, you're going to need to release your faith in him. So as your faith in him is growing and he's leading you, things on the outside aren't going to be changing like uh, when i started trusting god for debt freedom i had a couple of different debts and slowly but surely one by one god started getting rid of my debts it didn't happen all together he got me out of debt in stages he taught me how to tithe he taught me to become a giver these are all things that you're going to have to learn if you want to prosper you are going to prosper in stages if you follow what the Word says, if you follow His leading, if you continue releasing your faith in Him. You are already rich right now. Yes, that's, that's what the Bible says. Don't take my word for it. I was quoting Scripture. This is what the Bible says, that according to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, we are already rich. However, to grow in that, you're going to have to walk with the Lord. He's going to have to teach you on finances. There's going to be things that he's going to tell you to do. There's going to be things that he's going to tell you to stop doing. The Lord's going to lead you to tithe in the right place. He's going to lead you to sow financial seed in the right place. He's going to lead you to help the poor, etc. But you are rich. You are rich right now. And the Lord wants you to walk in that physically. But how do you walk in that physically? You start walking in it spiritually. And then it's going to slowly start affecting your outward man. Praise God. Remember, everything that Jesus has done for us, he has already done for us. We are already blessed in Christ Jesus. And we do have a wealthy place in him. However, it's going to take him to get us there. It's going to take our faith in him. It's going to take us listening to what he has to say. So from here and out, feed on teachings like this. Uh, feed on scriptures that I've given you. Learn to tithe. And listen, if you can't tithe the full 10% right now, tithe where you are. But tithe where the Lord tells you to tithe. Sow where the Lord tells you to sow. Help where the Lord says to help. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey,
0: everyone. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sew via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of Snapscan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of give and gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.